guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 32. And we have a very special guest (laughs) sitting here with us today. We have Emma Jade in the room. Hi, Emma. Um, We are so excited because Emma is an actual Emmy award-winning, seven times. Seven times. Emmy award-winning journalist. incredible. (laughs) It is incredible. Mad props. Um, she was on NBC 12 News and former anchor of Today and AZ. Awesome. Um, and you recently just took a break from... Yeah, I don't go in every single day anymore. So now I go in when I can. Yes, exactly. Yeah. To spend more time with your littles. Yeah. Right? Because you have three littles under four. Three littles under four. My what? newest, it just turned six months. Oh my I gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're rock Amazing. Star. You look so good. I oh, didn't realize stop. she was that little. It is. I, a, she's a baby. I know, oh, but you when you wear so six good. pairs of Spanx, you're oh, set. Stop it. That's stop. all you need. That tiny little, oh my gosh. That's oh, so awesome. I love that. Well, and Emma just created something new on Instagram called MomCast. Mm-hmm. And it is like the best thing ever for busy moms because in your stories, you give like the highlights of the news day yes and it's like i love it i'm like tuning in every day oh, and totally you, you kind of started around us how many months have you been doing it now gosh when did i start Wasn't i started like right July-ish? after maternity leave yeah it was july yeah yeah and so we had started just spring yeah. and i remember this popping up and mom boys mom cast we sound so similar yeah. i'm like what ah, is this I know. but i like love what Genius. you do it's like so smart and you're so good at it oh my yeah. gosh and thanks guys so, so and we'll it's just like it. yeah we'll go yeah, into it will. some more okay but, so yes yeah, so, so we're going to talk about mom cast and then emma is here to kind of give us what is going on in the news world? She's going to explain. I'm sure everybody has heard the impeachment inquiry that's going on. Um, it's been like a big week in news. Huge. Huge, which I guess it always is. Right? Yeah, but on top of that, the things that are happening right now are super intimidating to dive into because it's so complicated. Oh my God. So like what happens in Washington just seems untouchable to to us here in Arizona or in California, wherever you're listening from, that sometimes we just don't even look into it because when we get started and then go down into the rabbit hole, it just takes too much time. Oh my gosh. Uh, 100%. That describes me almost completely. Yeah. Because I feel like as a mom now, it's so hard to not get bogged down by the news. Right. And I used to be such like, oh, I love yeah. my politics. I am such like, I love like standing for what I believe in and fighting for that and like listening and staying tuned in the election coming up. But I found myself as I've gotten older and like more, more mom mode, I guess, just like pushing back and pulling back and pulling back and just detaching from it. And it's not the right thing to do. You got to stay in the know. Yeah, but it's, it's realistic because (sighs) really I, the more children I have, the more I realize that I need to do everything I possibly can to protect my tribe, which is my kids and my husband. And so that detaches me from, you know, my job and what's happening in the world. Yes. But something that I realized, and again, we'll get into this later, was it still is so important to have information because it makes you a better protector of that tribe to know what's happening. Totally. And I think just as like a community and as a citizen of America, you You kind of have to, yeah, it's kind of our duty to stay you know, involved and invested and, you know, care about what's happening. Well, it's the basis of democracy. Like for goodness sakes, like we all think that voting is super important. However, what do you really know about what you're voting for? I know. hundred percent. It's so true. It's right upon us again, which is like, I I can't even believe we're here again, but it's crazy. (gasps) I know. I thought we had a few months before it was like going to ramp up. Oh, no, no, no. It's rampant. It's up. It's up. Isn't that wild? Yeah. It's so wild. Okay. Well, let's start off. Have you ever heard of the game Burning Questions? Yes, and I love it. Do you? 
I on Ellen. Yeah, so let's have our own like rendition. Oh okay. my gosh, I'm in. We're gonna oh. do it. So we are gonna hit Emma with some burning questions. <laughs> Too bad we don't have a buzzer. I know. Flame, we need the flame seat for you. You're gonna flames. get it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Totally. Okay, and Lauren, you pipe in if you want. Okay. 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 All will. right. Okay, Emma. Number one. What was your for your the here I go your first celebrity crush? Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio from <laughs> Titanic. I said it too. Yeah. Yes, yes, I said Leo in a second. Leonardo DiCaprio from uh, Titanic. I went to that movie thirteen times while no. I was in theaters with my sisters. My parents were so sick of taking us that we they would make us walk. Oh my! And God. it was a four hour walk, oh. and we did it willingly. And Emma, yes. no way, you guys. Well, you taught me. I did nine. I <laughs> was nine times oh, at the theater. Oh, you were nine. Oh so my God. thirteen mad props. So I saw him one time in Las Vegas when I was in high school. Oh. We're in Bellagio and oh my God. we walk by this group and it's Leonardo DiCaprio. And at the time he was filming that gangster movie, The yes. Streets of New York Streets with the long York. hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So he didn't look as handsome oh. as circa, you know, Titanic time. Yes. I couldn't even imagine seeing him. So I was too scared to do anything. I mean, I wish I could have a chance mm-hmm. again because I would. I have like my whole speech prepared. Oh my god! But I followed him as long as we could until he finally went into the bathroom, oh, and then we. And and what is he second. shorter in person? Yeah, like, he walks really goofy. Oh, oh really? Yeah, like super. Um, What's it when you walk out like that? Oh, is it duck? Bow, bow, no, yeah, bow like it is. Yeah, whatever it was. Out, but part maybe? of me thinks he was doing it because he saw three young girls following him. But oh, serious? <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Well, and you've done even red carpet events. Oh, you yeah. have gone for the news and everything. Like, who's your favorite celebrity you've seen on the carpet? Golden Globes. I think my favorite person that I've talked to on the red carpet would definitely have to be Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah, my gosh. by far. So because... he is as great off or in person oh, as you he guys. is. He's like so magical. Oh, he's, I love he's him. So he magical. Just seems like he would be. Oh, I love. It that. was like, and, and the way that it happened when I interviewed him because on the red carpet they you literally are a dog barking at celebrities right. Oh, right. as sure. they walk by, and sure. rarely do they stop. Yes, rarely, sure. when they do stop, it's like one in a million I am finished with the Golden Globes this was the year that he was hosting and I just had Beverly my second and we are on the red carpet like the after party and I'm about to go live for the 10 o'clock news and I look over and I just see him walking by himself on the red carpet because everyone else had already been into the NBC after party and he's walking down and I just yell at him like he's my best friend, like, Jimmy, like, what's up? Oh my and I think that took him off guard. Yeah. Because yes. he looks at me and he's like, hey, like, oh. maybe I should know her name, but I don't, you know? <laughs> so he comes up and we just start talking. And before oh. I know it, in my earpiece, they're saying, you're live. And I'm in the middle of a conversation with Jimmy Fallon. So oh it my rolled gosh, into this, like, go. super organic interview. Oh, I love it. And I think it. that has been the key with me with interviewing celebrities because I've, had the coolest opportunity of interviewing a lot of celebrities, right. but talking to them like they're my neighbor, yeah. Oh, yeah. you get such better responses. So not like fangirling. As yes. much as I want to fangirl, you, want, oh, you know, as it, much as yeah, I want to be have like, to control it. Right. I love you and fever pitch and I love you and this and that, you know, fever but I had to, <laughs> I but that. I had to, I mean, kind of keep your cool, but in the same breath, like relate relate yeah. be relatable because they are normal totally, totally. You know? oh my Ish. gosh well Ish. i i don't know if you know this about sarah and i but we like love our pop culture our celebrities yes. oh, that is so cool i'm gonna I'll pick your brain after you. even more so this is awesome totally. okay Never okay um your best foreign accent oh tell me you have one Oh, you, you're probably way good at this. No, you know, I think I think the is... only thing that I'm good at is like not even good at. Like maybe like a British accent, like a 
would you care for a spot of tea? Oh, you know, oh, or like see, something like that. That was impressive <laughs> off the cuff. Dude, I, I was like, yeah, I said, what oh, maybe British. And I'm like, okay, let's see. Um, do, do you want to, do you want to go outside today and play with me? Oh, yours is better. <laughs> no, it was not. It is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next so one. Um, what is your favorite body part on yourself? On myself? Mm-hmm. Your favorite part about yourself. Can I say my butt? Yeah. 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 I, I came with curves, which is so weird because my sisters do not, but I have curves and I'm and short. It. I love it. And curvy and yeah, I'm rocking just like, this you know pantsuit today. I like yes, my butt. you are. I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm curvy too. Though I would not claim my butt. I wish I could. I'm just not like th- there. What's um, your what's yours? Oh gosh, I don't know. Mine's my smile. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yours one. Yours has to be your collarbone. Oh, y- yes. Oh, I should have picked something neckline, more PG. I do love my neckline. Oh, yeah, stop I've it. always I love your butt. I've, I've always had like bone. Your collarbone. Neck, okay. I guess. Um <laughs> if if you were stranded on a desert island, yeah. And it could only be with Kim or Kanye. Which one and why? Oh, Kim in a second. <laughs> Have I you think met that Kim? she no, but I um I haven't met her. I've met her two younger sisters, Kendall and Kylie. Okay. But for someone who got famous from nothing, mm-hmm. I think that they are some of the smartest marketers. Totally. Like business women. I know that there's so many things that you can make fun of for those women and their families. However, that girl has so many stories totally oh my god i wouldn't even know where to start i just think i think all the kardashians are fascinating um if you were not a newscaster what would you be doing a teacher a teacher yeah my mom was a kindergarten teacher all growing up and that's always been like my calling outside of work is teaching or things like that within church and i love it good i love that three things you have to do every single day drink a diet coke yep oh amen Kiss my husband. Kiss your oh, husband. I love that. And third is call my mom. Call my mom. <laughs> Those are three really, yeah. really good ones. Off the cuff. Drink a Diet Coke. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> Cheers. We, we were talking. I don't even know what my three. I, I would say a Diet Coke too. I, ooh. We'll move on. If you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? It can't be a drink. Um. Yeah, let's pick food. Okay, What's your food? food? One thing. Oh. I mean, it's two things, but it's chips and salsa. <gasps> yes. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mine's pizza. What's girl. yours? Go quick. <sighs> French fries. French fries. Interesting. Okay. Your favorite season out of the four? Well, it used to be summer, but I grew up, that's because I grew up in San Diego. Okay. Here, ugh, I know. No. Then I would 100%, now that I have kids, winter, because winter. all the holidays are ridiculous with children. Yes. Like, yes. so fun it's and so magical. Fun. And it amazing. is so much fun. Yeah. I think Agreed. mine might be fall-ish. Yeah, I, well, like, just the transition. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it's such, like, a magical time right now as we, like, cool I down know. and so much, the anticipation of so much fun I stuff know. coming. Right, so absolutely. Awesome. Okay, last one. Yeah. If you could live anywhere in the world and maybe even a specific, like, location or house, mm-hmm. where would it be? It would be in Santorini, Greece, Ooh. and it would be like just right there on the cliffs with everyone else. And I would have this huge blue door. Blue door, just yeah. like your door. Which I just painted. Just painted. Yes, yeah. I just painted. Thank Ma- you to Mallory from Classy Clutter for inspiring me oh. because she did her door pink. And I was yes. like, you know what? 
why can't I just do mine the color that I want, which is blue, you know? <laughs> and just like Santorini, that is so funny. Yeah. She, I saw your post that, and that's so fitting. How cute. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love it. I love it too. I it's would, a bold, bright blue. It's oh so my cute. Gosh. Oh, that's just exactly like where I want to live yeah. the rest of my life is just right there in Greece with my children who would never leave me. Right. And I know, my right? husband who's right there with me too. You could all be like, they could be like the four steps down to the next house with the little yes. like, what, adobe What's things. yours, Lauren? Um, I don't know. I... Oh, that's tough for me. Um, I think my ideal dreamy, dreamy situation is that house in the Twilight movies set in the woods. Oh, yeah. Like, the, you know, the modern yeah. house. Yep. Like, it's kind of my dream house in the quiet, secluded woods. Oh, the modern one. Yeah. The glass. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the vampire's house. house. Oh, okay. Carlisle's. I was thinking Bella's house for some reason. Oh, no, no. no. Said that. Oh, not Bella's okay. house. Yes. That yeah. Edward's cool. house. That Edward's house. Yes. yes. Very cool. Okay. Well, we're very Bill in. Gates of you. Very. I know. Speaking like, of, yeah. we were just talking about that documentary. I know. We were. Okay. So let's jump into our interview. So give us a little background really quick about like how you ended up as a TV anchor. So I, when I went to BYU, Brigham Young University, uh-huh. when I had to fill out my application to get into the school, they gave you an entire list of possible majors that you would want to pursue. Okay. And out of all those majors, again, I never thought about TV news and really? growing up. No, oh, I was too immersed in cheerleading to think about. Like I was thinking, if I could be a professional cheerleader, I'll just do that. No. That's so oh pathetic. My no, that's But I saw though. this list and I zoned in on communications, broadcast journalism, because I loved to do public speaking mm-hmm. and I loved talking to people. And yes. I was like, oh, if I could make that a career, like that'd be wild. So I checked it and didn't even think anything of it. And then my first communications class, you know, when you get that feeling of like, you put the puzzle piece together this and that, right. like, that feeling of satisfaction, mm-hmm. it's exactly oh, what it was, was like so... the puzzle piece just like clicked and linked together. And I was like, oh, this is it. Oh, that's amazing. Because yeah. not everyone gets that in life. Not no. everyone finds their like passion or their like true direction. So that's amazing. Oh, I totally. married someone like that who didn't find his true yeah. passion until like, like a couple trying, years ago. Tr- or trying a few different wrong things to get totally. to the right thing. So that's awesome. Yeah. I somehow lucked out. And then after that, I didn't stop. Yeah. And you just took opportunities as they came. As much as I possibly could. I took any and every internship I could get my hands on. And I was doing the most ridiculous stuff. Like there was one internship that I got with NBC Sports. And they flew me over to Wimbledon to go. Yeah, Uh, to go work at Wimbledon. Amazing. Totally amazing. You think it's going to be great, right? Like I brought the nicest clothes, heels, everything. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to be with Bob Costas. And, you know, interviewing Nadal and Federer and all this stuff. Oh, my gosh. And I wasn't doing any of that. I was in my nice heels, in a great suit. But I was delivering food to the crew all for an entire month. And there was one moment where I am holding like four people's trays of food and I'm walking up from the cafeteria up to Central Tape. That's the the group that I was with. And I'm holding this food and I'm walking up in my heels and I completely trip all the food lands on top of me. No. And I'm literally laying on the ground and I just look up and instead of crying, I was just like, okay, this is like the moment where yeah. I need to have my attitude adjusted. Yeah. And to like oh. not just... Not just deliver food, but deliver food and kill it. Yeah. Like if this is going to be my job for the next month, yeah. then I'm going to be the best yeah. at delivering food. Yeah. So I got up, I cleaned myself off and I yeah, you did. just went for it. And I was so kind and, and helpful and I owned that job. I was the best at going to and from the cafeteria. Yes. I knew all the shortcuts. But, but because I was like that after that job, 
I linked up with that NBC crew and they invited me to four Olympics where I got two Emmys oh from those Olympics. Amazing. Oh my yeah. God. Yes. And it is sometimes those experiences that are like, yeah, they test you whether you're going to be like too good for it Without or I know yeah, it's like humbling, it. but encouraging. That's right. ex- oh, oh that's I love awesome. that. So, mm-hmm. so you didn't really have like a, like Barbara Walters or somebody you just looked up to. It kind of just clicked with you in college. I mean, I always loved Diane Sawyer and oh, I totally. loved Katie Couric. And I, you know, I did love Matt Lauer until oh, everything oh. came out. Know. You know, but peace, these were Matt. all these oh. were all news people that I totally looked up to. And then once I got into the business, it was just yeah incredible to find people who I just clung on to and Good. just broke down everything in their brain and how I could Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, and speaking of, I, I just want to know out of curiosity, what yeah. what is your typical day when you're on a morning show? Yeah. Like, tell me what your morning yeah, is Yeah, because like. you kind of did this on the MomCast the other day and I right. was fascinated. So tell us like really quick the rundown of it. So it's different when you are nursing versus when you're not. So I'll give you the nursing version since that's what I'm doing because I'm going to be working all next week. Okay. I wake up at 2 a.m. Uh, and mm-hmm. when you wake up, I, well, of course, as a mom, you pump. Yes. <laughs> so while I'm pumping, I'm going through my phone and I'm going through all the headlines of okay. like what happened oh overnight. Gosh. Right. And then I'm going through the emails because there's producers who work overnight on the morning show. So they start at 10 p.m. and they'll send you emails throughout the night telling you, okay, this is what's happening. This is our lead story, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So then okay. I get dressed and looking like Shrek, I drive into work. Oh, stop it. First thing that I do is I meet with my executive <clears throat> producer who is telling me verbally top stories, what our reporters are doing, and these are the interviews that you have for the day. Right. Then I go to my desk and I open up all of the scripts. Sometimes you get through every single script. Sometimes you don't. But if you have the the main gist, you know that whatever's going to come through on the teleprompter that you're reading, you'll be able to make sense of. And then after that, I go down and do my own makeup and hair, which is the worst part of my day because I hate doing hair and I I hate doing makeup. I like literally couldn't believe that. You look fantastic on TV, but like I can't believe... That they don't do that for you. They like, used to. It's, it's like a budget cut it's type totally thing. It's totally a budget cut oh. thing. But of course, after the market fell, what, back in 2007, 2008, that was the first thing to go. Oh, and that's sure. right when I got into the business. Oh my so, gosh. Yes. So everything changed when I got into the business, which I guess ignorance is bliss because I never knew what it was like to have someone do your hair and makeup. It, is wardrobe provided? No. 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 And thank heavens I married the man I did because his mom loves to provide wardrobe for me so she's my stylist is she she? oh that's awesome she is heaven on earth because when i look back at my first station where i was working in idaho falls as an anchor the clothes that i put together were horrifying (laughs) i mean like so So ill-fitting that kind of a standard though like most like local city news channels they just you're on your own or do you feel like that's here no no you're on your own really phoenix is actually one of the top markets it's so yeah the way that they grade them so new york is number one they put like a number attached to it so new york's number one la's number two when i my first job in idaho falls as an anchor it was 162 phoenix's number it always battles between number 12 and number 11 Okay. So it's a top, top market. Yeah. Oh, this I would, is a I would, huge yeah, huge city. city. I would assume. But even yes. us, like no makeup, no wardrobe, wow. no nothing. Oh. Yeah. I mean, some people can get that worked into their contract, right. but not really here anymore. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, so tell us what made you decide to kind of step back and. Yeah. Because oh, I mean, you're yeah. taking a major shift right now in your career. Huge. And. As we are here, mom, all moms on the mom voice, we love to talk about just kind of like, yeah, how how you navigate that as a mom and make the that sacrifices, big decision. All of it. I know. Yeah. When I first got into this career, it was like 
you're getting to the Today Show and nothing's going to stop you. Yes. And that's the end goal. I Yeah. Which and you I went, did. Which right? I did. Yes. So, so I went check. as far as I possibly could and I worked my pants off. I said yes to every single opportunity. And without really like purposely doing it, my husband and I put off having kids for years and years and years. And then I got to the Today Show and I was working there with like in partnership with yeah. my parent company here locally. Right. But uh, while I was there, I was pregnant with my first, like only a few weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. Oh my and gosh, how ironic. I, uh, right? So ironic. Right. Yep. While I was at the Today Show, you know, the bosses were saying to me, would you want to make this a full-time thing? Like, would you want to live in New York? Would you want to do all of this? Mm-hmm. And I'm nodding my head, but it was the first time in my heart I was like, nope. I don't want to. Yeah. And it was just this totally oh weird shift. And then after I had my son, like, oh, I could start crying. Yeah. I, every single love that I had for news, <laughs> which I still do love and I find extremely important, was funneled into this tiny, scary looking yeah. newborn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but oh I gosh. just, every, like, oh gosh, all of that power that I felt that I had in my career completely morphed into this power as a mom. Yeah. And, but I fought it for so long. Mm -hmm. I fought it with him. So I tried to do, I tried to move off of the shift that I was on to go to something where I was only working a few days. Then I had my second and they gave me this incredible opportunity to be the main morning anchor. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, that's a great opportunity, but I have two kids, but I want to do it. So I tried to balance that with just working part-time. So I would work from 2 a.m. till 8 a.m. Uh, and I did that for a couple of years, but I was crazy and oh, then pregnant yeah. with my third. So after oh. I was pregnant with my third and I had Eden, uh, that's when I was just like, okay, Emma, yeah. you need to commit to yeah. motherhood. Yeah. And so I committed and I scaled back and I text my husband almost every day saying, thank you so much for allowing me to do this. Because oh. it's hard yeah. to go from, from being a you know yeah my my dream job which was dream to be a morning job. news anchor Working, yes and having great money from that yes. to saying okay brad like you're in charge now all by yourself Good right luck. it was really difficult thankfully my station here 12 news they still allow me to come in when i can yes. which is incredible the flexibility is unbelievable and so kind so thank you a million times yeah but something that i realized after having eden was that i someone who's a news junkie didn't watch the news. Right. Like, yeah. I have three kids yes. and I'm not interested in this. Is like, wait, this is mind blowing. Like I yes. still need to know what's going on. So I went to my phone and I thought, okay, what can I do to play that, play an active yes. role in mom's consuming news? Because I know it's valuable and I know it's important. Yes. And that's why I created MomCast. And I love it. That's I, awesome. I think it is so genius because yeah. you're picking out like the most important things. And I feel like you give us like those quick hits that we need to know about. And so oh, thanks. genius. And that's so amazing. You have the flexibility to like go in and maintain those relationships. Exactly. Because I didn't, I, I was afraid to stop you guys have probably felt the same way you're afraid to get off the train and but my train was moving so fast that getting off was seemed impossible to me it really did I felt totally trapped and I felt like I can't get off like I'm on billboards for goodness sakes and I'm on all this stuff like how do I tell them no right but I I took the leap and it was super scary 
but the reward on the other end of it like was just and isn't incredible. that like such a life lesson is learning how to say no oh there's so much power in no and I like oh I'm just now learning it see and I feel like I was very much the same way in like my corporate life where yeah. it was like yes 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 work to the bone 60 hour weeks and then when you finally get okay with saying no to things be it church or friends or you know whatever it's like wow I don't and people are okay they adjust Totally. The world keeps going, right? right? right. And amazing. you are happier as a result. Right. That's one of the biggest things I've learned is the power of no. Yeah, it's huge. Which sounds like it has a negative connotation, but really like it's so, yeah. to know your worth and to know, to put limits on yourself so that you can lead a happier, better right. life. Agreed. Like, it's well, I, I Seriously, I feel like so inspiring I'm like I seriously you're like making me tear because I'm like it. like listening to you it's like so powerful and like your choices um I it reminds me of oh my gosh you, you have legit tears I, I right do. now you may I am like the crier on the podcast she like is. I always ta- cry when we talk about big issues and yes. I'm like I like you are it's so impressive and it is um it reminds me of Jane Clayson do you know Jane Clayson? I babysat for her children when she was visiting BYU. You I babysat. I was a nanny for her in Boston. How funny yeah. is that? Oh my yes. Gosh. I, I nannied right after she had William. So did you have Ella and William? Look at me. I'm like, oh it was God, for some weird thing where she had to speak at BYU and they took this. Like I said, I said yes to everything. Yes. In the of my oh, career. I know. Well, it's like Jane Clayson. Yes. You're like, yes, let me meet Jane Clayson. So I was watching her kids. Oh my gosh. And I can't remember. Two? I can't It was two. She had two. Yeah. yeah. So it was probably like weird. Same window. I went out there for a summer. This is and, bizarre. Yeah. So bizarre. And she was writing her book. She needed yeah. help while she was writing her book. I am a mother. Yes. And so it was right. She probably was like doing um, book, book I have that or book. something. But it reminds me a lot of you. Just like her story too. She like put off having kids yeah. for so long and she had a big career and she was she in New York. She had a huge career. She was on um, the CBS, early show, CBS uh-huh. early show. Um, and so it was just so interesting and enlightening reading her book and like hearing firsthand from her, her experiences and stories. She has pictures of her and George Bush and George Clooney and all the things. And she finally had the courage in the day that, and knowing in her heart too, that she just had to step back and she was ready to have a family. So it's like, seriously, like so parallel, so parallel. And it was, it's just, her book is empowering. It's called I am a mother by Jane Clayson. If Mm -hmm. you want to check it out, but um, you, which I mean, your example and your choices, I mean, I think it's awesome. Awesome. So. And it's so funny too because everyone, you know, it took a lot of people, people who, you know, aren't moms and don't really understand, would always say to me, "Okay, what's the real reason uh-huh. that you step back?" Because mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah. It's almost right. like they being think, a mom isn't yeah. enough. Oh well, and like, that's oh, exactly, what really happened? Did right. they hire someone else, or did right. they right. do something to you? And it's exactly. like, no, 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 no. Like I actually made this decision for myself. And then you always get people who say, "So are you going to go back when your kids are in school?" I, oh, totally. It's, it's like, like, can't you just be okay yeah. with me wanting well, and to just and be I mean, home? Being a mom doesn't end when they turn six and go to kindergarten. I think of it almost course. gets harder. It's like, oh, absolutely. That's what I've been And you have the school challenges, and you want to be there after school. And and that's what her book really pushes too. I'm a mother, like her opening chapter was like she'd start going to events and things and what are you doing now Jane Clayson she's like I'm a mother and and for a while there she felt a void and felt like that wasn't enough like she felt almost like embarrassed like I I'm a mother now that's what I do I stay home and change diapers and do bedtimes and it's crazy but like I feel like you know prioritizing that and knowing the significance and the importance of it and wanting to be there and not to miss it I think it's like it's amazing it's beautiful yeah it really is I mean and just you saying how like your career and your dreams 
Like that is so big to be at the Today Show and them saying that to you and you to know in your heart, like I'm not going to have this and I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then feeling so reassured in your choice, having that little baby and feeling, oh, it's just the best. That's awesome. Yeah. I love there it. There's people who aren't reassured during that moment. I know, it's, it's right. Because there's, there's, it's such a transition. So many weird things it happening is. to your brain and your yes. heart and everything. But I, I just know like from someone who's been on red carpets and had incredible interviews and like hobnobbed with celebrities there's the happiness i thought there mm-hmm. that i had pales in comparison oh, to the happiness at home a hundred percent oh i love that I yeah I oh, totally it. and what's like truly like okay. value and important in life it's i mean of course it's so family. basic it's so I know, basic but is. the world makes you want to believe that there's value in yeah. e-news or there's value <laughs> in the kardashians like exactly. we were talking about right but like Right. Or, or clothes or in things. And it be, it's like the noise that you were talking about, Sarah. Like there's mm-hmm. so much noise pulling you away from mm-hmm. the basics. Mm-hmm. And the basics are so unpopular right now. Like right. it's just crazy. Like, yeah. And people well, like just to make, make all... fun of and tease the basics. Yes. Right. But really like when you quiet down Simplify. and when you go back to it. Totally. Like and, I've, and, and we're going to go into the, the Trump stuff and stuff and the politics too. Mm. It is like overwhelming and you just want to be like, you kind of know where you stand on things. But when you hear just the neurotic craziness of like the, the, you know, the different parties and, and everything that's happening and the scandals and the crazy, it is just, it's Well, and I think it's just like, I think it's next level now that we have social media and people feel, oh, yeah. you were kind of talking about this <laughs> yeah. on MomCast with the bullying yesterday, right. how people think like they can say whatever they want to say. They kind of have this platform to, right. there are just like no filters anymore. No right. common decency or common like, it's common sense it's really (laughs) baffling to me and so i feel like not only do you get like through the news just like such fired up negative like just constant things but then you have people on comments and instagram and facebook and like it's just like too much too much too much and it's like we need to just sometimes be in our homes with our children see the happy see the good see the simple and it's like I think that's okay and yeah. like so needed just be okay with it oh my gosh something I've started doing because of all that noise is on weekends because I've noticed with MomCast I am on my phone more so during the week I set a schedule like right. finish MomCast in the morning at noon I can check my phone and then yep. when the kids go down I can be on it yeah. to set up for the next love day yes. but on the weekends I completely take it off of my phone oh love that so that that noise goes away. Yeah. Oh, that's Because you just need it for your brain and for and your everything. And my sister sets her, there's like, there's app timers. Yeah. And so you yeah. can only be on Instagram or whatever app for so long. And I, let's be honest, I should so do it. It's <laughs> I know. Like, it's consuming. Should. You yeah. can totally get lost in it. or And then you think, and it's the whole thing about being present or not with yeah. your kids. Like you think you are, but you're listening to a Marco Polo or I'm checking or I'm commenting back to something. Right. And they're like, mom, mom, mom. And when I step back and like look at what I'm doing, I'm like, oh my gosh, put it down. Yes. What do you need? Or show me or whatever. And it's just such a distraction. Absolutely. My biggest fear is that you'll get one of those like Mother's Day things that your kids fill out where like, my mom likes too and then they have to fill in the blank oh right i never wanted to say be on her phone oh, right i think about that and all the time i think how many kids though it does come to their forefront of like well she likes to be on her phone right she likes to drink her her what, what was Kate, what was it her kate's dr- was vacuum the floor no but what one was year. kate's oh, about the drink she really likes to do her what was it it was something remember. about her drink 
It oh was, yeah. It, it was, oh, it made it sound like, like I'm having like a, a glass of wine yeah. every day. Well, well, it, it was, was like, like mommy needs her drink special drink every day or something, or something. <laughs> every day. And, and I was like, oh, that is so funny. Oh, I remember Perfect. what you're talking about now. Yeah. Oh, so true though. Okay. So well, let's kind of get into the news. So we really wanted to have you on to kind of explain. And I know like you don't have to get into the details because like you were saying, it all changes daily. It's yeah. evolving every day. It's yeah. just crazy. But but do kind of explain in case you've been living under a rock and you don't know like what is happening on the national level. Right. Tell us kind of what's going on with President Trump. Yeah, specifically like the impeachment, impeachment. thing right yes. now. I feel like that's just such a yeah. huge, it's a huge deal. Yeah, it's huge. And again, like we said earlier, like if you you sometimes you think you're already behind, so why even go into it? So the impeachment inquiry comes from back in July. He had a phone call with the president of Ukraine, where in that phone call he said, "Hey, like, might want to investigate the Bidens." And while he said that, at the same time he was supposed to give them millions of dollars in aid. In aid, right? And he almost used that money as a way to bump up like the pressure on, hey, investigate him and you'll get this money. Right. So right. almost holding it off. Someone within that room told people about what he said. They're right. calling that person the whistleblower and that person is still anonymous. Right. Oh, we wow. still don't know still who anonymous. that is. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so this person just recently told someone, now Nancy Pelosi has launched an impeachment inquiry. Not an impeachment. We're just right. looking if there's grounds for a potential impeachment. Right. So right. an impeachment inquiry and what's happening right now is that they're investigating that phone call as well as now other things that have leaked out, which overnight there was just some text messages that were leaked out about, you know, the, the U.S. envoy to the Ukraine, a bunch of diplomats who are part of that group. Their text messages were just released where there's even more talk about investigating the Bidens and more talk about holding off on aid to the Ukraine unless they investigate. Right. Something interesting that President Trump just did this week was he had a bunch of reporters in front of him and he said, hey, speaking of investigating the Bidens, you know, China, you guys should investigate them as well. This is a tactic that President Trump does mm -hmm. is that he likes to say everything in front of reporters, in front of people to normalize it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen other presidents do that. Yeah. He does that as a way to normalize a situation so that people now will look at Ukraine and what's happened there with that private phone call mm -hmm. and think, oh, like he's just... He's just trying to fight corruption. Right. You know, which is a way that he's trying to spin it. And, and who and knows? Way, yeah, right. right maybe that really is what he was thinking. And that's something that Republicans, especially in the House, need to look at. Right. And this is what I mentioned on MomCast, is that is he fighting corruption or is he trying to advance his political career? Right. Like, is he really trying to take down Biden because he's scared he's going to take away the presidency from him in 2020? Right. Or is he trying to fight corruption where you know, all the stuff was happening with Biden while he was vice president. Like I said, it is it's, a little confusing. Well, well I will take so, your questions. Honestly, the whole thing is so confusing to me because if I'm being honest, I feel like every politician probably does the exact same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just don't hear about it. Right. I feel like the Clintons, who knows what they did? The Bushes, who knows what they did? Well, I, I feel like, my do question, you know what I'm saying? Well, my question about specifically, like, th why aren't the 
Biden's in trouble. Right. I Why know. is it Trump? Like, what is it specifically Trump? Because Why is he the w- heat on Trump? Yeah, I right. feel like this has totally exposed the Bidens. Right. And he's Which some people kind of, believe that's true. And 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 right. I know, and we kind of talked, it might have been in an attempt to like exploit the Bidens and make them look bad. But then I don't understand why Bidens aren't getting more well, heat about Well, there's an it. argument. Or, may, and or, or, or are they? I are think they there's an heat? argument out there that there was not a solid Democratic candidate that would be able to take on Trump next right. year. Mm-hmm. So instead of like putting all their like Effort power behind the, one person, it was more like we're like, going to try get and Trump bring out. him down. Yeah. And if Biden has to be thrown under the bus, Biden's going to get thrown under the bus. Do you know what and, I mean? That's in, what in a I weird heard. Way I don't sense, know. But I mean, do you feel like there's truth to that? I have no idea. Or? I think that... Uh, former Vice President Joe Biden is waiting it out. And yeah. he's very smart in that because the the main problem with what's happening in Ukraine and now in China is more of a focus on what his son Hunter Biden was doing right. with his companies. Because yes. especially when you look at China, which you just mentioned, right after Hunter Biden and his dad took a trip back in 2013 while vice president, while he was vice president, right. there was money that was siphoned to, not siphoned, but there was yeah, money that was given to Hunter Biden's company right after that yes. trip. That's yes. President Trump is now saying, hey, we should investigate this. Yes. I think, and this is totally my opinion, which I hate giving, especially when it comes to politics. I know. But I think that uh, Joe Biden's just waiting it out. He's just going to see what happens and then react when he needs to. Right. Mm -hmm. Which in... I think is smart because smart. to get to, right. to get into it right now is just like it, oh. it's a skill Trump hasn't learned yet. Yeah, <laughs> right, he doesn't know when to right. Hold he doesn't back. know when to be some quiet. Ways it's worked for him mm. because because there's so many headline readers. Yeah, because people don't get into the story, and Trump knows how to sell a headline yeah. better it's than any person I think in the world. This guy yeah. knows yeah. how to give a soundbite, yeah. and right now. People just read sound bites. Yeah. They just read the quick little line. Right. Trump said this. Well, let me ask you too. So you did a really good job explaining impeachment inquiry yeah. is not impeachment. Yes. Do you feel like it's different? And in a way, do you feel like the last three years with Russia was also an impeachment inquiry? Or is it different? What do you mean with Russia? Like, you know, the investigation with Trump's, um, the Mueller report and all of that. So not officially, no. No. When they officially launch an impeachment inquiry, the House Intelligence Committee, like, sets up who they're going to interview. What they're going to do. So it's like, it's an official... This is what we are launching, an impeachment inquiry. The Russia investigation was completely separate. What they could have found from the Russia investigation could have launched an impeachment inquiry, but what they found wasn't worthy of that. Right, exactly. Okay, interesting. And it's crazy that this is worthy of that to me. I don't know. And I know I don't know all the details still, but I'm like, it just seems so far-fetched to me it also seemed like it happened very quickly very and something that nancy pelosi said who's the one who announces the impeachment inquiry Mm -hmm. as speaker of the house but she said you know i've been trying to hold off on something like this through russia Mm -hmm. through all of that and now she believes that they finally have the grounds it felt a little bit like she's been looking for places to start an impeachment process yeah Yeah. exactly this might be it or it might not be it do you think it will go to like impeachment you know what? I, I don't don't I don't know because you know what bugs me, especially with politics. There's so much we don't know. Oh, yeah. There's know. so much corruption. There's so, so many much. things that are happening behind the scenes. Like we think that we know what's going on, even as news junkies. Like yeah. we think we get it, but I know there is so much inner workings and things being said and reasons behind oh, an impeachment yeah. inquiry or oh, yeah. something. You know that. 
It blows my mind. It blows my mind and also makes me sometimes sad when it, I think it too much about it. Leaders of our country. I know. And speaking of, I did want to ask you the question. How do you like navigate that as a mom, as we're going into um, the election season and all of it? Like, I think it's pretty well known. People would say certain big national networks Mm -hmm. might have different biases one way or another, right? If you turn on CNN versus Fox News, you're going to be hearing totally different sides. Like if you just want news, and I like that mom cast, I like that you report the news. You're not necessarily like giving an opinion, which I feel like when you turn on the networks, you're hearing opinions constant, right? Mm -hmm. And so I love that about what you're doing is that you're informing us and then you ask, what do you think? And you'll give us the option to like pick and choose what we think about that topic. I love that. How do you kind of navigate that going into an election season? If you're wanting to kind of Maybe you don't have your mind made up going into it and you don't really know how to navigate all this. Do you have any suggestions? Yes. My best advice would be don't you dare pick one source. Right. Don't always watch Fox News. Right. Don't always always watch CNN right. or NBC or ABC. You, If you want to make an informed decision come 2020, you need to do your homework. And that homework is difficult right now. However, you need to go to a variety of sources. Right. If you really want, before you form an opinion. Yeah. Like don't, don't be quick to jump on one side or another. Right. And again, this is just how, what I believe. I think that we are so, it's so, everything moves so fast. Technology doesn't help with that. I know. But everything moves so fast. So you want to pick a side real quick. Mm -hmm. Don't. Right. Give yourself a second. Yeah. Read every single thing that you possibly can from different sources in order to make a better, more informed decision. Yeah. That's why, you know, all of these news companies were built was to give different sides and right. you need all of those sides. Another thing I would do is stay off of Facebook. Yes. Facebook oh, yes. is not helpful. And on top of that, the algorithm has created such a, yeah. I, someone described it as tribalism, mm-hmm. where because you like certain things, like I like what my mom does or I like anything that my sister puts up, because I like their certain things, Facebook all of a sudden picks things that they think I should like as it well. It reinforces your belief system. Yes. Which which like it's it's interesting. I've read like so many studies about this and how my serial killer thing, like how people become so angry and so hateful right. is like they look for things to like reinforce their beliefs and kind of they totally. weed out the other. And that's you know what, what I mean? About and Facebook does do that and via algorithms. their algorithm. Yes. You're so right. They think that, I mean they think that it's a way to oh customize it to your experience i don't want to be customized like i want to know what's happening in the world i don't want you to tell me what i like exactly Mm -hmm. i know i see where they were going with it trying to like create out of control but totally it's super interesting but okay so that's really so as we come in to like watch the debates and all of that Mm -hmm. so like view it think for yourself listen to your feelings and then at, I, I know my husband's always really good after a debate. We'll watch both net, like two separate networks. Right. And because it That's is fabulous. First of all, it's like fascinating to yeah. see the totally different sides. But then um, do you have any other sources? Like where do you get your headlines? So is I, it from your producer still? Or? No, okay, I no. do. I sometimes I will go in and I'll, I'll check what they're doing. But just for little, I don't know, sometimes just to make sure that I'm not picking it, what the the tricky thing is picking stuff that I 
I feel like a mom like me right. should know. Should know. Yeah. Like, what do you need right. to know to better your day? There's a right. ton of news stories. My 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 mom cast could be 15 minutes easily every single day, but it's just Absolutely. not realistic. Right. I go to. <laughs> so I what I do is at night I will go through ABC, NBC, CNN. Politico, Business Insider, wow. New York Times, and Washington Post. Those oh are goodness. usually the ones that I hit every single night before I go to bed. Okay. Just to have an idea on what the top story will be. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning, one of my favorite uh, sources is to listen to Katie Kirk's wake up call. Have you guys signed up for that no. newsletter? It's really great. It's a newsletter? It's a newsletter that you get every single morning sent to your inbox. Awesome. I go and I, I read through that and then I go back to the Today Show and I go to Good Morning America. I go, I usually hit all the morning shows, CBS. And then I'll also hit Fox News uh-huh. a little bit. And then, um, but some of my favorite though really comes from like the New York Times and the Washington Post. Awesome. Those are some of my favorites yeah. just because I love. The human I love, interest stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I just think that their writing is so clever and I wish I could talk like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but then on top of that, I talk to my husband a lot about yeah. it because he's yeah. out of news. And I like to bounce ideas off of him because he's a typical person and what matters to him. Yeah. Like what matters to, I mean, not a typical person. He's gorgeous and wonderful. Right, but on top right. of that, <laughs> he, like what matters to him? I yes. need to, sometimes I get so sucked into the news world that you almost put on blinders to what's really happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what's important to him. And I love bouncing ideas off of him mm-hmm. when it comes to top stories. And I try and pick three or four. That again, like the whole idea, what's going to make someone feel smarter today? What will they share with their friend? Mm -hmm. And what do they have to know? What do they have to know? I love that. Yeah. And do you feel like, I just have to ask, since I have an insider here. Yeah. Do you feel like behind the scenes on on news networks, cast, do you feel like there is anything juicy or scant like behind the scenes is there like an agenda to any degree no one that I've worked with not anybody yeah I can't I mean I've always heard stuff like that yeah but I've worked at the highest level and at the lowest level Mm -hmm. and never have I personally seen like anything juicy or crazy like Like that that. I think people sometimes like to sex it up and say stuff like that right but I don't honestly like we're just trying to put together a pretty decent product and the thing that's so funny about television news is that we're the only live basically performance-based avenue that never practices I know and so you're just trying to get everything on like you just said like and not like too much is too much sometimes. I think totally a lot of people, you know, all night, all day. And I remember reading somewhere that the amount of information that we have in a day mm-hmm. today, you've probably heard this study, that it equals like what somebody would know in their lifetime 150 years ago. It's not good. I know. I don't think it's good because I sometimes at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah. Where did my original thought go? <laughs> like, yeah. I used to be super creative. I used to, like, come up with great, fun ideas. Yeah. I'm not listening to myself yeah. anymore. Like, what's what does Emma think? Yes. Or what is, what's right. in my own brain? And that's when you just literally have to turn it off. I right. did this great story. When I first moved here, I was assigned to cover a mom who whose son had swallowed a button battery. Oh, I know. Yes. And the Rouches, Carla Rouch. Yes. And I did one story with her and then another one, another, another. I I followed her son Emmett's journey. And there was one time where I sat down with her and I was just, this was off camera. And I just said to her, Carla, like, how do you, how do you navigate like what to do with your son? You know? And she said, I've seen him die a few times. I've seen him brought back to life. I've seen him, you know, in these crazy circumstances, she said the best thing that she's learned is to turn off the noise. She doesn't listen to the radio, won't turn on the TV. 
won't do all this extra stuff because she needed to be so zoned in and to hear, you know, whether it was from God or just herself, like what she needed to do. Yeah. Because the noise, when you turned it down and when you just like simplified, like we talked about earlier, she really found that that was the best way to help her son. Oh, I love that. I know, that. I thought that was so smart. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh gosh, if I can only just do weekends, like I, I need to do something I where know. I turn off the noise. Well said. Well I said. I love that. I know. Lo, do you have any other questions for Miss no, Emma? No, I, no, I just, no. We I could, we could, I could literally pick your brain for <laughs> oh, another three hours. It, it, I totally yes. so I mean, the things you probably, the people you've met, the things you've seen, the, the experiences you've, you've had, it's, it's, been fun. it's pretty fascinating. Oh my gosh. And we might so. have to have you back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I would love it. Give us some new updates. No, I didn't. I'll have to tell you guys my Blake Shelton story at some point when I come back. Well, we would love that. I like love him. Talk about celebrity crush. Got a good one. He's adorable. Got a good one. Oh, he's he's adorable. adorable. Okay, well, um, let's kind of wrap up we're coming up on time yeah let's do our hit um, and miss let's do do you have a hit and miss well i want to hear yours first okay. so then i can know right. if mine okay. is we're a gonna hit do quick okay. hits okay. so my hit this week is i got my halloween decorations up <gasps> which on. is huge for me emma because i have never owned a halloween decoration yeah she went, really? she went crazy it, at yeah. um, home goods i really <laughs> I did that because seriously i was so impressed yep. when i walked in i literally was like browsing in marshall's one evening with all three of my kids and it just like oh the heavens opened up. I saw everything I needed. I'm like, done. Let's get this done. I know. That's so great. I'm so proud of myself. It looks great. Thank you. Okay. What's your hit for the week? Um, My hit would be, I kind of mentioned on Instagram, we went to Disneyland on Monday and it was great. I just went with my sister-in-law. So it was me and her and six little kids. Oh my gosh. No doubt. tackled the day and it Girlfriend, was super fun. Girlfriend, I've got fun. Disney tips for you. Yes. I grew up in Southern California, yes. so I know the days to go. Well, you picked a bad week. I, I, uh, you guys went on Rosh Hashanah. Oh, it was it slammed on Monday. Yes. Oh, was it Rosh Hashanah? I, 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 listen, I have the Disney app and so I check <laughs> Disney times. I mean, pi- when it, no, Pyrus was like, what, 50 minutes. Yeah, I know. It's and very then, telling when it's like. I mean, all the LA school districts, they were all closed because oh, of Rosh Hashanah. And so shoot. you were. That was one of the busiest days. You guys, if you want a Disney tip real quick, you go the day. Okay, so Labor Day happens. Everyone's back in school. The week and a half following Labor Day is one of the quietest times at Disneyland. Well, I I have heard so many people having such success all through September. So I'm like, oh, it's September 30th. Well, maybe we'll catch the tail end of it. (laughs) And it was, no, it was packed. And so, oh, that's so interesting. The week after Labor Day. And another Disney day, December. Oh, I'm going to tell everyone and then they're going to come with me. Because I'm going to December 12th and 13th is typically the kind of like early mid yeah it's right when they uh black out the pass holders yeah in southern california so it's the first day before everyone else wants to go for christmas so you um i saw that you went a few weeks ago yeah and um it was great are you like a regular do you love disney like us we were so my my whole family has passes but they all live in southern california i refused to buy a pass because out-of-state passes are so ridiculously expensive right so now i just go and what's a bummer is that my second beverly She's going to be three and I have to start paying for her. I know. Isn't it the worst? Yes. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I think it buys you a few months in yeah. the stroller. Come on. Yeah. All right, fair. <laughs> I know, I know. We, we said it. I'll say well, mom well, voice told you. me. Well, I'm, yeah, mom voice told, told you. <laughs> um, no, but that is really good to know. Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Busy day. I guess that's what, what I missed. Yeah. 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 So what was your hit this week? Yeah. My hit this week would be, oh, painting my blue door. Yes, yeah. you're yeah. Oh, that is doubt. so fun. I've always, like, because of work, I've been working for a billion years, and I feel like now that I'm scaling back, I have 
like room in my life to yes. do things in my home. Yeah. And so I painted and I love used to love painting and Oh, that's yeah, amazing. Good. You got your I, blue door. I love it. Yeah. Okay. My miss for the week is um I am just like chronically late to drop my kid off at gymnastics. Every single week <laughs> I cannot get the time right. I, I don't understand. No, and I'm I, always late. And uh, she's always mad at me and all of it. No, so I, know. I did it again Monday. I know. I was Ugh. 10 minutes late. For some reason, I think it starts at 4.15 and it starts at 4. And I'm just like, always. 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 So I know. Fast. I know. It's it will, And she's kind of moved in. I know. That's I know. tricky. Um, Lauren has an epic mess, Ugh. Emma. Tell yeah. us your epic Like right along, wait. we miss dance because of it. So I had taken my son over to my friends. I have three things that start at five on Wednesdays. I know. So I kind of have to stagger and get creative to get them all there. And so my friend agrees to take him, my older son, to football. And I show up at 4.30 so they can carpool over. And I ran up to the door to talk to her about something. And I left the car on. You know, I just jumped out. Hey, da, da, da. Yeah. Anyways, my keys are in the car. It's running. Running. And my son, who's nine... He like locks the door. Yeah. He was kind of trying to be a dork and like bug his sister who he didn't want to get out of the car. He's like, stay in the car. So I think he thought he was like locking her in. I don't know what he was thinking. Yes. So we go up, I'm at the door, blah, blah, blah. And I, Evie, my daughter runs ahead of me. The door is locked. I'm like, the door's not locked. I get the door's locked. I'm like, I can't open the door. It, it's running. The uh. car is running. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I go inside. I call. Thankfully, it's at my friend's house. Could you imagine if I was in I know. Walgreens. At the, the Walgreens parking yes. lot or something? But I'm like, uh, I need to use your phone. And I call my husband and he's like, are you serious? I know. So it's we, your fault. <laughs> yeah. Right. Always. Pretty much. He was like, uh, how did that happen? Yeah. I'm like, no, this is totally knucklehead Tristan, my oldest. <laughs> and so they run off to football. I'm sitting there stranded. My car's just running. Oh my gosh. For like an hour. He, my husband comes. He tries with the hanger for a good few minutes. And I'm like, just stop doing this. You're going to scratch it. your car. Stop, stop. Then we ended up calling a locksmith. Like two hours lost. $80 later. Oh we missed dance. All because of dressed it. No, I mean, I just. Have you ever locked your keys in your car? Ah, Emma? Yep. Have you? I've never yep. done it. But there I mean, was like one time. This is mortifying. We, we report them all the time when people leave their kids yes, in their cars. The kids oh. in their car. Yes. So I am, I just had Eli and he was only a couple months old and I, he liked to play with my keys. And so I'm putting them in his car or his car. He drives car himself. Yeah. I'm putting him in the car. I close the door. He has the keys in his hand. He is like six months old. And I close the door and I just hear it lock because he locked it. <gasps> six oh, months. No. So he's locked inside the car. And it's not on yet. It's not, not on. on. He no. Has the keys. And he's holding the keys. I and I'm in a Walgreens parking lot. No, and I'm freaking out. I immediately my heart sinks, and I'm like, I'm gonna be on the news. Yeah, not because like I'm gonna freak out. And I'm trying to open every single door, every single door. I'm like, the keys. He's holding them. It's one of those keyless entries, you know. Oh, yes. The keys close. Yes. It's not working. It's not working. All of a sudden, that little those chubby little hands, not mine, his. Touch the <laughs> unlock button. Stop. And I open the door immediately. Praise the Lord. Miracle. Praise the oh Lord. My gosh. It was like maybe 90 seconds, but oh. 90 seconds of like, oh, I'm going to have to go inside and buy a crowbar and then I'm going to yeah. come out and I'm going to smash it. And it's gonna, yeah, I know. I you know. know, right? Like all the options. You're like, what yeah. do I do? Oh my gosh. That's oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, that can be your miss. Yeah. Unless, yeah. You, have unless one. you got a better one. Oh, my one other miss week. is just, I, I mean, I started off the week thinking like, oh, I'm going to go to three workouts of high fitness and I did not go to one. <laughs> I, I know. Story of my life. I know. I didn't get to the gym this week no. I said that three Sorry. years ago yeah, I haven't man. been yet yes <laughs> let's be honest 
No, oh, that is so fun. Right. Yeah. Well, Emma, thanks so much for coming. Oh, it was yes. so fun, you guys. We really, really want to so have fun. you back. Yes. Oh my gosh, we need to have you back. You I'm have, in. You are just a, like a plethora of interesting, oh interesting things. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, guys. Well, oh. as always, we will be back next Monday with a new episode. If you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe and um, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. You can find us on social at the Mom Voice Podcast. And what's your handle? Emma? At Emma J TV. Yes, and that's where you can watch Momcast. That's right. At Emma J TV. So tune in tomorrow morning. That's next time. And catch up. Awesome. Weekdays only? Weekdays only, Monday through Friday. That's right. Weekdays only. All right, guys. Have a wonderful... Yes, thanks for coming. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye Bye-bye.